0: Welcome to Sportsbeat KC, the Kansas City Stars daily sports podcast. It's Tuesday, November 2nd, I'm Blair Kirkhoff. The Chiefs got a victory on Monday Night Football against the New York Giants, but struggled to do so. Harrison Butker's 34-yard field goal with 107 remaining provided the winning points, and the defense sealed it with a pair of sacks on the final drive. But not a thing of beauty, this Chiefs victory. Star columnist Sam Melliger and Vihe Gregorian, along with beat writer Sam McDowell and Herbie Teope, chatted about the game about 90 minutes after it ended and wondered about all that continues to ail this team. The show started as a Sports Beat Live, and now it's a Beat KC podcast. Here's what we had to say about the Chiefs' victory on Monday Night Football. Hey, good morning from Arrowhead Stadium, and welcome to Sports Beat Live, the Chiefs post-game show edition. We're talking about a victory tonight, which is different than last week. The Chiefs defeated the New York Giants on Monday Night Football 20 to 17. I have finished writing for the evening, but others have not. So you'll hear we'll hear from Sam McDowell and Sam Mellinger, Herbie Teope, and Vaja Gregorian during the show. But we absolutely want to hear from you. What did you think about the game? Let's you and I have a conversation about what we saw tonight on uh, on GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, we have already uh, gotten a few people to, to weigh in. Todd Bryan is with us. And Todd, um, uh, you've got some good questions here. What's up with Kelsey dropping passes? Patrick should have teamed up with with Tyreke all night long. I absolutely wondered about what uh kind of a low energy night for Travis Kelsey here there were uh, they got one target early right on the first series, the one reception for three yards and after that uh, was not targeted the you know the rest of the first half and of course had the terrible fumble one of the two turnovers for the chiefs. Uh, that came late, late in the in the, uh, in the early in the fourth quarter, set up the Giants' touchdown that allowed them to go ahead seventeen to fourteen. So, just a tough night for Kelsey. After the game, talking to Patrick Mahomes was um, it was revealing. Said that uh, he looking for Kelsey, but um, not covered as he has been for much of the year, single covered, and then with help over the top, makes it difficult for. Patrick Mahomes to find Travis Kelsey. A uh, little, little bit easier finding Tyreek Hill tonight, right? Um, 10, was it 10 receptions for about 95 yards or so? So a productive night for um, for uh, uh, Tyreek Hill also had the touchdown reception. Um, Roy asks about uh, Daniel Sorensen. Why is he still getting snaps, particularly covering deep? I don't get it. You and everybody else watching the Chiefs, uh, Doesn't not does not understand that we you know the, you know, the Chiefs had taken the the seven nothing lead had survived the first turnover the Patrick Mahomes interception um, in the red zone because Willie Gay came back and made this terrific play the interception that he made so that set up the Chiefs for the short field touchdown they take the seven zip lead and I thought the Chiefs were about to uh, you know uh, get the Giants off the field but the fifty yard completion. Uh, over Daniel Sorensen playing deep uh, kept the the, the Giants' uh, drive alive, possession alive. They went down and scored the tying touchdown, and of course Sorensen was also beat on the short touchdown pass um, by by Daniel Jones later in the game. So we were kind of all shaking our heads about why Sorensen is on the field. He's absolutely getting fewer snaps than than uh, than he was earlier the year when he was starting. But it's as if when forty nine comes on the field for the Chiefs, the opponent looks for him and uh, more often than not they're succeeding when targeting uh, Daniel Sorensen um it's um it was uh, a little bit little bit surprising to me that we saw him as much as we did i'll be interested to see when the snap counts come out tomorrow just how much daniel sorensen played um so in this game tonight let's just uh we'll go over a couple things look the chiefs uh Seventeen seventeen. When they get the ball with four minutes and forty one seconds remaining, and uh, defense did a good job to force a punt there by the Giants. But I can I turned to my 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 colleagues and said, if the Chiefs don't come down here and score and and win this game, then I I, I think you know th- this season could be lost. If if they had not played well, they had. Um, you know, they, they could not put away a team that they were a ten and a half point favorite against. And if they were to somehow lose this game, then who, who knows where the season goes, it doesn't go to the playoffs and th- th- that would have been a shocking development, but they did do that. They, they did go the length of field after a, you know, after a difficult start, a holding penalty and, uh, pushed them back right away, but they, they made some big plays. Um, they, they got the, the the the, the twenty four yard uh, you know j- uh, p- pitch and catch from from Mahomes to McCole Hardman turns out to be the longest play from scrimmage for the Chiefs tonight, and um, uh, and and so they don't they go down to get the field goal and then the defense look I, I thought the uh, I thought the I thought the defense actually had a good game um uh, I, I, this is ob- obviously not the the Baltimore Ravens they're playing, or the Buffalo Bills. It was the New York Giants, but this was a, the defense ended up having a good game tonight, and they came up big in on the last possession. Chris Jones with his first sack since opening the uh, opening day of the season, and uh, and then Frank Clark with his first sack of the season uh, on fourth down got the you know got the Giants off the field and secured the Chiefs' victory. Sam McDowell's joined us. Hey, Sam. What's going on, Blair? Not much. Um, How's the audio? So, you you sound good.
1: Okay,
0: cool. So, I'm trying to. A lot of people are asking about um, this game and trying to big picture it a little bit. It, it, listen, it's not a it's not a victory that exactly inspires confidence in this team going forward, but it's not a loss either. And I, I think as we were talking um during the game if they had lost this game i think we would have thought very differently about the chiefs the rest of the way
1: yeah i mean I, I think i feel differently about them regardless but i don't think i would have viewed them as a playoff team had they lost this game um one piece of that is this is their easiest game really their only easy game left on the schedule uh the last nine looked pretty brutal so i don't think i think they would have been too far behind at, you know at three and five but um, certainly not a win that instills a lot of confidence. You know, I didn't feel like the, the post game press conferences, um, seemed like we talked to guys that were feeling great about a win on Monday night football. Um, I didn't feel like this crowd was electric, like a Monday night football victory. It just, it, it, it's like you mentioned, it's certainly better to win the football game, of course. Um, but I still leave tonight feeling like this team has a lot more problems than, than solutions tonight.
0: Well, and and some of the problems are what we've been seeing throughout the season. Which is That's what's mad more and more worrisome,
1: right? I mean, the, these are trends. It's not like, you know, they just had an off night. And I think maybe even in Tennessee you could have chalked it up to that was the first time where, you know, it wasn't just the turnovers and penalties that hurt them. They just played a really bad football game in Nashville. Um but they played a bad football game here in Kansas City tonight too. And 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 stacking those back to back Andy Reid said tonight that it's, it's a new team, there's some new guys, you know, you've got to give us some time because of that. We're eight weeks into the season, you know, the, the old 16 game schedule, This season would be half over. I mean, that's not part of the luxury of the NFL. It's taking some time to get it together. But to your point, Blair, the fact that it's the same things, if you were seeing improvement in these areas from week to week, I think that would be a lot more plausible. Um, but I actually, you know, three of Three of the quarterbacks' worst five quarterback rating games are in the last 23 days. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I think that I do still think that there's more cause for alarm right now than I felt going into a game that they just won.
0: Yeah. Um, so just to you know to, to clearly identify him, and Sam Mellinger's here. Hey, Sam. Um, 12 penalties for 103 yards, and... Two, two more turnovers to stack on the pile that gives them 19 for the season that is by four the most in the NFL, and no team that has um uh, is I think I saw this graphic, no team that has as many as 12 turnovers has a winning record. The chiefs with 19 are you know are four and four on the season so it's it's just yeah, just same old, same old, and the only thing that has changed is the quality of the opponent, right? Chiefs are 3 and 0 against the NFC least and with the toughest team left on the schedule Dallas in a few weeks and they're 1 and 4 against uh, against the AFC so um Sam how much uh, how much confidence uh, did the Chiefs inspire in you tonight
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, a negative amount um I just – look, I I thought before the game that the Chiefs could have won this game by three touchdowns and not generated any confidence, you know, just because of the context, what you've been talking about. That 19 turnovers, by the way, they had 16 all last season. So they've already, like, raced past that number, you know. Um, And it's just – it's the same problems all the time. And then I thought today um, Mahomes wasn't as bad as he was last week, but he wasn't – as much better as he should have been you know there were inaccurate passes the offense was never in a rhythm it was just um it was a mess i mean the giants um really should have won this game um but the giants are a mess as well right um they had a lot of bad penalties um some problems like that so um (laughs) it's just it feels like the wrong time to go packers raiders cowboys but um here we are and on a short week
0: Maybe maybe the level of competition will raise the level of their play. Uh, Who knows? It hasn't so far, right? Uh, That hasn't happened. I I thought a couple of really good observations here. Um, Terrence says Patrick's not playing with the usual level of confidence right now. Offense hasn't uh, corrected the turnover issue. And at this point, I don't know if it will. I agree. I keep waiting for that game where uh, where it happens. And, of course, we didn't have to wait long tonight. Chiefs lose the toss, get the ball first, drive the length of the field with a lot of nice vertical passing routes, right? Tyreek Hill uh, going sideways instead of up and down. And um, and, and then it ends with an all-too-familiar moment. Um, Patrick Mahomes is is pressured, panics a little bit, and throws a, a ball that I think was intended – For Josh Gordon, was it was it Josh Gordon? Was we did we agree that was Josh Gordon? Was the target there? And and uh, it bounces in the air, and and boom, it's it's intercepted in the end zone. Another another red zone turnover for the Chiefs. I saw this graphic after the game. I I don't know if I've got the numbers switched, but you'll get the general idea that in Patrick Mahomes' first three seasons, he had four turnovers the chiefs had four turnovers in the red zone and this year they've had three and maybe it may be four and three or three and four. I don't, but you get the idea. They've had just as many, almost as many this year or more than they did in this first three years. It's just, I just kind of wait for something to bad to have something bad to happen to the chiefs when they get into the red zone. Who's going to fumble? You know, what's, what's going to happen.
1: Blair, you were saying out loud in the, in the press box actually here mm-hmm. that, um, here comes a turnover on that opening drive. And that's just sort of indicative. Yeah, sort of indicative of where this team is right now, right? I mean, um, I actually agree with the comment that I don't think Patrick Mahomes is is playing with the confidence that we've seen him play with. Um, But I also think he's got reason not to play with the confidence that that he's played with in the past. I mean, things aren't going well. Uh, You know, teams are taking away. What's so interesting about this season for the Chiefs is every other, the other 31 teams in the NFL, prepare for a new defense every single week. The Chiefs are preparing for the exact same defense every single week. A team is willing to wipe out its defensive scheme just to play that way against the Chiefs. And it's the two deep safeties that we talk about all the time, but lately it's been just so much extra attention to Travis Kelsey, which is good. his go-to option, especially on third down, a safety net that he's been for him, and it's taken away Tyree Kill over the top. And there's not enough other guys getting open. That's obviously part of the problem. Um, but I did think Mahomes missed some throws and some guys open tonight. Um, you know, Byron Pringle was wide open down the sideline. I don't know if the TV cameras caught that. Um, you know, Obviously, the Josh Gordon throw. I actually thought Josh Gordon was open for a bit on that touchdown pass. And then uh, he missed Tyree Hildy, And he only gets one of those a game now. He doesn't get four or five chances of those a game. So it's certainly magnified when he misses one. Um, but, you know, just, just to kind of put a bow on that, I, I think that the comment about him not playing with the, I'd say, you know, same sort of swagger that what we've seen him play with recently is is spot on.
0: Well, let's say hello to Herbie, and i want to come back to that point, Sam, because you said something interesting that I think w- is worth diving into a little bit. So, Herbie, how you sounded, baby?
3: Well, hopefully there's no static, right?
0: Much better. Better than you've sounded in weeks. So that's great to see. Uh, great to see. Let's let's start with hey, what
3: what did uh, uh did Chiefs come out of this okay, health wise? Oh yeah, absolutely. The only one of note would have been Marcus Kemp, but he did come out uh, as Coach Andy Reid said he he quickly cleared the concussion protocol, so they didn't have any injuries. That's a good thing.
0: Yeah, and I hate to mention his name in in this context, but kind of a bad game for Marcus Kemp, right? He got the penalty on the one uh, punt coverage, and he uh, d- failed to pick up a fumble on another one. So. Here's a guy that they really depend on to make big-time special teams plays, and um, and, and it, it just didn't happen for him. So, um, But hey, to, to, to go back to a point that you were making, Sam McDowell, I thought it was really interesting about if the Chiefs are playing against the same defense every week, shouldn't we see more progress from their offense knowing what's going to be there? I, I turned to Herbie early in the game, and I'm saying at least when the ball is snapped, it seems like it's 11 on 9 because two safeties are 20 yards from the line of scrimmage and at that point don't shouldn't you have plenty of options uh, at, you know at your disposal
1: yeah I mean, that's <laughs> that's the whole idea is, is that you know the underneath stuff is what's there that's what the Chiefs took on that opening drive i mean Mahomes was 8 for 8 on the very first drive of the game it's also why the drive that they decided to go to Derek Gore was so successful because the run is also there a lot. Um, I, I think that what we're seeing is a team that's so used to being able to make the spectacular plays is not able to make them anymore because the defense taken away from it. And it's just sort of ingrained in, in some of these guys and maybe even the coach a little bit too. You know, I, I think. Players naturally want to make spectacular plays. And when the defense takes it away, I think there's just some stuff being forced right now.
2: I also keep thinking, um, I, I don't know if this was the the plan originally when teams started really exaggerating the, t- the two high safeties. But um, I think it's turned into this thing where teams see that the quarterback is really frustrated. And they're, and they're building on that, you know, and they think like he's going to break at some point, he's not going to just take the underneath stuff and, and we can force a mistake and, and, and do it that way. I think that's become a real weapon um, in, in defending the chiefs for sure.
0: The other thing when I, as I watch this offense, you know, become what it's become, I, I, I used to think some, there were times when third and eight, third and 10, third and 12, that was, that was Mahomes' time, right? And now, when the Chiefs get a penalty on first down, and it's first and twenty. I'm thinking, there's, there's, you know, they're done. You know, let's hope Tommy Townsend's ready to go. Hope he's going to have a good game because they just can't seem to overcome that with with this, with the type of offense that they've been forced to you know, to um, uh, to operate out, out of this this season. So it's just a, you know. Uh, Le- it's a level of frustration that I'm reading in the comments from folks, and you know some are, you know, of the mindset that look they got to win, they got a W. It's, it's they didn't they didn't get their butt kicked like they did last week, and uh, and, and but I'm I, 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 I'm kind of fearful. You mentioned the stretch coming up, Sam. It's it's going to be very difficult for the Chiefs over the next uh, next month, really, to uh, to 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 stay above to try to get above 500.
1: Next entire se- – rest of the it's season. Busy. I mean, we looked this up during the game, where Their last nine games are all against teams that are 500 or better right now.
3: McDowell and I were talking about this at halftime. You know, I, I've been waiting for that aha moment from this Chiefs team. And, and we, we, you know, we, we've seen it a lot over the last two seasons. We have not seen it yet. And, and it's week eight. And the thing that – the thing that uh, really discouraged me tonight was anything less than a blowout against the Giants offense that was missing, Kenny Galladay and Saquon Barkley and and the Giants gave him a handful. And, and to me that's very alarming when you do talk about the upgaming the upcoming games. You know, I, I heard Sam as I was walking through uh the lobby over there and he had mentioned the Packers game and that, that, that's just gonna be a brutal matchup to me.
0: <laughs> and who'd have thought, I mean who would, who would have thought in the preseason that we would think about the Packers game or any game on the schedule is a brutal matchup. John asks what the line, what do we think the line is for Sunday? The preliminary line is out and the Chiefs, believe it or not, are a three-point favorite over the Green Bay Packers uh, who are seven and one will have played the previous Thursday versus Monday for the Chiefs and just went to Arizona and beat the last undefeated team in the NFL. So um, uh, the Packers are uh, rolling with a with a 7 and 1 record coming in here Hey it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Stars award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for 1 year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features and columns presented on the KansasCity.com site and it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. Your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at 50 bucks, unless you tell us to cancel. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important. Please visit KansasCity.com slash SportsBeatKCoffer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. So Mel, I did I usually, I usually do ask you after a game what you wrote about what, um, what was your what was the tone and tenor of the column?
2: Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, and this probably isn't much of a sell for people to click, but uh, the tone and tenor was similar to tones and tenors <laughs> um, that, that I've had before, just because it seems like the same stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to focus on the coach a little bit more. Um, <clears throat> I think he's in a really interesting, interesting place. I mean like if when the chiefs were doing this. Going from two and fourteen to the Super Bowl, um, Mahomes and Reed got the most credit, right? And and I think it's only fair now that that it goes the other way. And and I think that look, he's gonna be a legend here no matter what, right? Um, you know, the first coach to win the Super Bowl in fifty years and all these things. But um, you know, I do think that there's there's another chapter to be written, and that's going right now. And and I think that this was supposed to be a dynasty. You know, and and I know that's an unforgiving standard, but that's what they earned, and that's what they welcomed, that's what they wanted, and uh, gosh, if this if this goes the way that it looks like, uh, it's it's going to be you know th- this next chapter is not going to be what anybody expected.
0: Well, and to be done in possibly by a defensive adjustment, right, and and not have the ability to adjust back to that. Or at least it's it's taking a long time to adjust back to that, isn't it? Um, again, the, the you know what you're going to get every week, and it's it's like, Herbie pointed it out. As soon as the Giants' defense took the field, you know the the they played two center fielders, and they're you know twenty yards, twenty five yards off the ball. And um, anyway,
2: well, one thing that I think is true, if you talk about the the two high for the first, what, five years or six years, whatever the Alex Smith years, um, the chiefs turned themselves into a contender with an offense that pretty much only did the intermediate stuff, you know, without having two safeties deep. And so it's just, it's kind of baffling that now they can't do it. You know, that just doesn't, it it doesn't make any sense that like they have coaches and players who have proven they can do it. Why can't they do it? It, just, it? it makes no sense.
0: Yeah, to me, and Sam weigh in here in a second, but let me just say, it, you supposedly have an offensive mastermind as a head coach, you know, one of the greatest offensive minds in the history of the game, and it, 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 something's not taking uh, for, for this team. And he, I've noticed just a couple of the comments, the way Andy sounded and, and looked in the post game, he does, he does seem a little beaten down by the the play of his team here I don't know if you guys agree but I I get it in his in the, just his voice and you know it's he, he seemed a little bit relieved and he didn't have to explain a loss but also still disturbed by the mistakes that he's seeing on the field
1: yeah Andy's quotes were um, he said things aren't as smooth right now as maybe it was then um, he did say but but we'll get there and He also acknowledged later, he said, everything's not beautiful right now, but we're fighting through that. Um, Those are, I thought were his two most candid comments because there's two most accurate comments. Um, This team has to fight and claw for, to move the chains. And it's just, it's, it's so jarring to see just because of how different it was and how it just seems like a a switch flipped about four weeks into the season. And I, I think that they're in a situation where bad luck has turned into bad habits this you know the, the the turnovers were a lot of product of bad luck and I, I I think that for a while the quarterback got reluctant um then the quarterback tried to do too much in tennessee i will say the one thing i thought he did better tonight is he stayed in the pocket more tonight he wasn't scrambling all over the place you know the first touchdown to tyree kill was actually a product of him stepping up in the pocket instead of scrambling left to right and that's why that touchdown is able to happen so I guess, you know, if you're looking for something positive, I think that's probably it. Um, But it just it seems like a team that's just lost its way. Still time to get it back. I mean, they're, you know, they're they're four and four, but the schedule's brutal. You know, it's got to happen quickly. We know, like Sam said, it's it's the same coach. It's the same quarterback. Mm -hmm. It's the same core of the team, which is why we keep comparing them to what they've done the, the past three years. It's just largely the same locker room.
0: Larry asks if we think this team is tough enough to change and run the ball. They did have some success on the ground today, um, and from an unexpected source, in in Derek Gore. Um, all of a sudden, you know, in his third NFL game, he gets his first NFL carry and his first NFL touchdown. So a nice moment for Derek Gore, who finished college in 2018, but did not, uh, but uh, did not make an NFL debut until the game at Washington a couple weeks ago. And of course, he's playing because of the you know the injury to Clyde edwards Um So Frederick asks if we think the um, health issue could be uh, affecting A- Andy Reid. Uh, I, I I don't think so. I, I don't think that's it. So people have asked about the the Britt Reid situation too, and we we talk and have written about that as well. Um, without hearing it straight from from Andy, uh, it, it's just not. Um, you know, it, it, we don't. How, how should I say? Uh, we we have asked Andy about that and, and other you know just other possibilities for why this you know why why this team is struggling like it is and he he dismisses that those as you know possibilities for, for that so um, that's it's not a great answer but that's what we've got from the from the Chiefs.
2: One one thing like I get it those dots are there to be connected right and I get why people are doing that um, but I, I don't think it's that simple at all ever but specifically in this situation when you know that what we were just talking about um, this man turned around the 2012 chiefs and turned them into what they've become. And he did that out of one of the lowest moments of his personal and professional life. So I just, I, he does not have a track record of getting off focus, you know, and, 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 you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not natural, <laughs> you know, um, that, that he has this track record, but he's got it. So I just, you know, all that stuff was not why Daniel Sorensen was got beat. You know, like it, it's just there's. I think there's a lot more to it, and I think we're all guilty of this, right? We look for simple solutions, but I don't think that's one of them. Okay.
0: All right. All right. So hey, look, we've kept everybody up late tonight, and really appreciate the the um, you know you guys tuning in. A lot of good questions and comments as usual, and uh, wish there was uh, more upbeat stuff to to say about the Chiefs, but uh, hey, maybe they'll pull the upset next week and, and beat the Green Bay Packers, and people will feel differently about, uh,
1: about this team. Not an upset, Blair. They're the favorite.
0: You're right, <laughs> as we are reminded. Uh, hey, so, so Sam McDowell, as the, uh, the resident uh, uh, odds-making guru, where do you expect the line to be by kickoff?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I would expect it to be less than the three points it is. You know, I did read this week, though, that the Chiefs would only be underdogs against four teams on a neutral field. Now, the Packers were one of them. Um, So, you know, Vegas still likes the Chiefs. The people that do that sort of thing still still view them as one of the very best teams. Um, Just haven't shown it for, for eight weeks now.
0: That's right. Okay, Todd's got him as a 10-point favorite. Let's, uh, we'll end on, on that note. So Sam Ellinger, Herbie Teope, uh Sam McDowell, and I'll, and I'll speak for Vahe Gregorian, who is still writing, and uh, we'll have Vahe on Friday. Please join us Friday, 9.30 in the morning for uh, our pregame Sportsbeat Live when we talk about all things Chiefs and Packers. Beth Welsh, thank you so much for producing tonight, and we will talk to you guys on Friday. That'll do it for today. Thanks to our Sportsbeat KC production staff of Beth Welsh, Monty Davis, Jeff Rosen, and Chris Fickett. Tip of the cap to Sam Mellinger, Sam McDowell, Herbie Teopi, and Vahe Gregorian for stopping by and talking Chiefs after the game last night. Links to their stories can be found in the show notes and on KansasCity.com. So let's talk a moment about the morning sports edition. If you're not seeing it, you're really missing out. On KansasCity.com, go to the Stars E-Edition. That's a replica of the printed newspaper on your screen that comes with your digital subscription. Now there's an updated sports section produced separately that goes along with it. When you open the E-Edition, there's a box in the upper right-hand corner that says All Editions. Click on that, and you can access anywhere from, I don't know, 15 to 30 to 50 to 60 pages of sports. You also can get it through a link in your email. I do, and it's there by about 6 a.m. every morning. But however you see it, you know what I'm talking about. It's a com- it's complete coverage of the previous day's sports news, features, statistics, everything. It's fantastic. Okay, hey, thanks for reading the Star and listening to our podcast lineup. You're helping support the best sports and news coverage in Kansas City, and we couldn't produce programs like Sports Beat KC without you. We'll be back on Wednesday with another episode. Hope to see you then.